Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We are a schedule pod, and Jeff Passan decided that he was a schedule pod himself. So let's talk some schedules. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake Trevor, coming to you from California, and BBD behind the dish, producing his butt away. It's the midweek episode of the show. It's not live. It's our pre-recorded. One person on the YouTube chat Every time we'll say, you guys don't ever go live anymore. We've been doing the same schedule for months. Anyway, uh, we're a schedule pod. We've Mm. been talking about schedules forever. I am a schedule guy. Jake had a great term. He said, we're not schedule shaming. We're schedule appreciating. So that's what we're going to do today. But first, I got to ask Jake. How are you doing? James, Trevor, BBD, I'm doing well. Everyone listening live now, everyone listening ever, uh, and your whole family, your entire family, and everyone you've ever met. Thank you for listening to Talking Baseball today. Yeah, schedule appreciation, because we don't want to schedule shame. If you beat the Orioles, they were on your schedule, and you beat them. Good job. But you don't get the same credit if you beat White Sox, Houston, uh, Dodgers, Padres, whoever it is. So, uh, we've been a big schedule pod. One of our fans, uh, Jeff Passan, uh, put out an article talking about schedule stuff pretty conveniently around us being a schedule pod. I was laughing beforehand that Jeff is a friend, and if we gave him probably 30 minutes heads up, he'd be willing to hop on. Maybe we'll prank call him at the end. Uh, probably not, because we just have this so dialed. Right now, Trev, that I, I don't even think we need it. And Trev, you know we're an honest pod, too. Yanks Red Sox about to start two over here while we're recording. So me and Jimmy might have a little uh, crooked necks at points in this episode, Trev. All right, that's good. You know, you guys can watch your Yanks play. Thank uh, you, Trevor. Super, super fan Jeff Passan. Yep. Um, he'll be tuning into this. Hopefully he'll enjoy what we have to say about his article you know, I like Jeff. I like when he writes stuff. That's my favorite Jeff. Mm. So it's going to be fun to go over this. I've, I've read the article. Have you guys read the article? So uh, Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Cliff yeah. Notes version or did you go in depth? I scrolled it for, I'd say, 35 to 40 seconds. That's all you need. I saw some team names. I saw some good. I saw some bad. While you guys are watching the Yanks, I will say that I'm going to be partaking in the show but i'll also be grinding out some of these knots i have here i'm back on a wellness kick um, Mm -hmm. intermittent fasting um i got this i was been rolling out stretching a lot lately this thing's kind of like a little thing i got you use that as a back scratcher as well Mm. uh i don't know if you scratch it's more like it's got nubbies on it we need one of those let me see that sam what's that called trev we need a how do i how do i how do i find it on amazon i'm getting sam to get one I'm not really sure. This is a Nick Punto thing. He always oh, used to have this. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, big there's a lot of Nick. things you can do with it. Yeah, big dick Nick. Yeah. I think, what else can you do with that? Uh, that so yeah, I'll be doing this. Don't okay. worry about it. Keep your children in line. Mm. Number one baseball show of all time. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm so excited about that, and I hope that you're messing it to Sam because I so need, we need all a back massa- the massage and make my neck not hurt uh, things oh, this in is the great world. for your neck. Yeah, need it. I texted excited Sam, we need a back massager cane thing. So she'll we'll probably have a couple here Jake, by a tomorrow. plus texter. Thank you. All right. Um, so Passon wrote an article, which contenders have the toughest path to the playoffs? Yeah. Mm. Um, And I like the crux of his article and what he did a lot. He says, you know, there's a lot of teams that are trying, even though they're not, like, great. Cardinals are a great example. Like, they're winning right now. You don't look at them and say, that's a tough matchup. But you don't look at them and say, it's a walkover as well. There are seven teams where you're just like, these guys are dead. It's the Diamondbacks, the Orioles, the Cubs, the Royals, the Pirates, the Rangers, and the Nationals. If you play them, 
if you are trying to win a postseason berth or secure a postseason berth and you play one of those seven teams, you have to win the series. You have to win the series. It's not sweep. Like, we're getting... Yeah. We say most of the year, like, you can't really ask for a sweep in baseball. Tough sport. It's about that time. If you want a playoff spot and you got my snakes, yeah, got to go. So, I don't know where we exactly want to start because he's got a lot of bullet points, but we can make our own because I want to do some some bigger research into it as well um, and see who can perform the best with their remaining schedule. And, Trev, if you're worried about your performance and you want to get it checked mm-hmm. out and you are a little worried mm-hmm. no matter the schedule, Penis. you – can go to getroman.com slash. Well, this says Yanks, but I'm guessing it's John Boy. It's John Boy. John. Getroman.com slash John Boy. Uh, you know, they will, uh, Trev, they will have a free online evaluation you can have uh, for ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash John Boy, complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Go to GetRoman.com slash John Boy now to get 15% off your first month and make sure that you perform the best you can. Get no your matter. wiener bigger is what I tell people. I don't know if uh, it helps with growth. It sure does. Oh, you mean in momentary uh, a growth. thousand percent it helps with growth. And you can use it to contact a doctor and they can, you can see what they recommend. Yeah. yeah. See if they've got something for that. I have my recommendations, but you should talk to the Roman people, too. They're good people. Is Trev frozen or just stuck on a look of disappointment? Looks frozen. Wow, I really thought he was just giving us a very yeah. quisitive, like, shut the fuck up, guys. I do think we saw it freeze because it just went a second too long. They okay. were like, wow, that was a power look. It's a good freeze frame, and here's where I'll cut. All right, let's get to talking about this. Let's start off in the NL West because that division has three teams that are really good, only two teams that are not doing so well. And of the three teams, Jake and Trev, the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Padres, Padres have the toughest. They they only play those seven teams three times. Um, The Giants play six, so two series, and the Dodgers have 12 games against these, well, for lack of a better term, we're talking, we're calling them like walkover teams. Dead uh, teams. Yeah. So, according to Passon's articles, the Padres, who are now, as we talk, only a game and a half up on the Reds in the wild card, have a tough set. And, I mean, a little sneak into the central, wow. the Reds have a really easy set. Wow. What do you got? Trevor. I mean, you you summed it up from Jeffy P's article the best about the Padres. What was the words you used? What did I say? I think you said the Padres are fucked. Oh, I don't think I said that. Okay. I might have said that. But that was between friends. The Padres have a tough go right now. Tough, dude. No, they're they're lucky they got Tatis back. He's going to continue to be the MVP, which helps them, obviously. Uh, but yeah, when you're going against you know the upper echelons of their division, which they play the Giants, they play the Dodgers a ton. I know, I think they've handled the Dodgers pretty well though this year. Am I am I seven right and on three, seven and three against the Dodgers? So look, I mean, I know we're going to go through this, and we'll, and there is a lot of credence to the schedule, and you know, playing some of these teams, and then you know, having like in the Padres instance, not playing these teams. But Jim, you referenced it before the show started. Sometimes teams just have the other team's number. Do the Padres have the Dodgers number? I don't know, but so far the record would indicate it seven and three. So maybe they're looking forward to these games. Mm. And yeah, it looks. I don't know how you match up well against the Dodgers. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense in any world, except yeah. baseball because baseball's crazy. The bad news is the pod. So the Padres have one series left. Who, who's it against? Who's the? Uh, they have one snake series, so and that's the three, only three game in Arizona, and they have two two gamers with the Angels. Those are the only remaining. Well, they have a St. Louis and an Atlanta, but I mean those teams are now in the mix. So yeah, like there's Jeff Passan used words. I'm a pictures guy. We all know that. When you look at the schedule, it's kind of brutal. Yeah, it doesn't look good. 
It Man, doesn't look good at I, all. I Holy think, crap. I do love what you said about the Dodgers series because that's a big part of it because we see the big bad wolf, and you should. A lot of teams should. They haven't this year, and they're going to host them at home. At home. If they can win that Dodgers series, I think morale stays up because you're like, well, we've, we've gotten these guys all year. Like, let's just, you know, keep winning enough games to keep the Reds, maybe St. Louis, off our ass. Man, if the Dodgers come into their place and show that they're the new Dodgers, we got Scherzer, we got Trey Turner now, I mean, that's going to be red flag time in San Diego. Yeah. If, if you're looking at a chunk that's probably going to decide their season, it's not going to happen those last six games because they do play the Dodgers and the Giants last six games. The chunk that's going to decide their season is September 10th through the 19th where they go Dodgers for three, Giants for mm. four, and then the St. Louis for three. If they can get through that relatively unscathed and can and, you know still have some sort of a lead in the wild card, then you know those six games will be important. If they just get trounced, like we're seeing the Mets get trounced on 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 their tough portion, then those six games at the end probably won't even matter. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to circle that little, you know, nine days right there, the tenth through the nineteenth for the Padres. If you're a Padres fan, buckle up. Buckle up. Yeah, it's tough. And then what about it? What about Dodgers and Giants? Should the Giants uh for the umpteenth time we're gonna have the conversation? Are are the Giants gonna lose their lead to the Dodgers? The Dodgers, according to this article, uh, which I agree with, so I'm, I don't know why I'm like phrasing it like that, but you know, the the Dodgers have twelve games. I'm guessing that's three series. Against these teams, uh, the Giants only have six. The problem is the Giants just beat who's ever on mm. their schedule. Um, they the Giants are 33 and twenty four against teams over five hundred and forty four and eighteen against teams under. So I'm not worried about. I mean that looks good for the Dodgers, and I know we all believe in the Dodgers, but I'm I'm coming to the point where I'm like, whatever, Giants just win. Yeah, like we yeah. we should when we talk about the big bad Dodgers. In theory, we should talk about the Giants that way. They've been better than them all year. We just don't yeah. look at them in the same light. Uh, for me, man, it's you know they're playing the Mets right now. They're gonna get the Mets again. Oakland, Atlanta, all good teams. But like again, you should believe in the Giants. Their stretch four versus Milwaukee, three versus LA. It's at home. So you got that, but I mean, for me, that's going to be the ultimate test because those are, those are probably what the two on paper National League favorites right now, Brewers and the Dodgers. Brewers, Giants. Right, I, but like Trev, if I said seven game series tomorrow, Brewers or Giants, who are you taking? I don't. I mean, look, I know what okay. you're saying. We, okay. The Brewers have have the. Those the three horsemen, mm. like I get that, but so are the Giants, the giant, yeah, exactly. The Giants, giants. The giants I think those teams up. are pretty even. Okay, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't say that there's a team, Sorry, that Giants fans, is going to kill the Giants in any series. They just win. They win. They like induce mistakes, which at some point you got to. I, I, I'm talking to myself here. At some point, I just got to give them credit for that. They right. just induce mistakes. Out of their opponents, and they stay close, and they win mm-hmm. losses and win wins. So we talk about it all the time. The Giants have that thing where they are not putting anybody under replacement level out on the field, and that's just not what they do. So you know, we they they were a team. You know, obviously Posey's a superstar, and Crawford's had a superstar year, and Longo, whatever. But you know, when you added Chris Bryant to that mix as well, and the way he's performed for them, they match up with anybody. Mm. And the uh, the other thing for the Giants, how much pride are my Rocks going to have? Because they've been awesome at home this year. Awesome at home. Two series in course. Um, can they fend off that monster? Will the Rockies, who's playing for them? Um, but there's six games right there for you. Yeah. What's let's, cool move- about this div- what's cool about this division, I just want to say this real quick. Um, is that they're going to have to fight the entire way. The Dodgers and the Giants, they're not going to have a layup at the end of the year where they can take the last series off because that division is going to be in the balance. And Dodgers, I'm looking at their last six games, all at home, Padres for three, Milwaukee for three. 
Milwaukee is going to have things wrapped up already. So it's going to be interesting to see if we're going to get the A squad for Milwaukee or if they're going to already be planting, planning for their postseason run, which I believe they will be. So right. you know, even if they do get matched up with uh, Peralta, Woodruff, or Burns, you might see four innings out of those guys. Right. They're not going to ride them out there that long. They're not going to risk that. So the Dodgers might have an advantage those last three games if, if it comes down to it, which it probably will. Love that. Let's go on to the West, uh, the AL West. This is the most eye-opening thing for me because Jeff points out uh, that the Houston Astros have 17 games left against these walkover uh, teams. The Astros have 44 games left, so 17 of them are against these teams that should be easy wins. So I was like, all right, well, who else do the Astros play in their other 27 uh, series and games? And, guys, there's not a single threat out of the other teams. You have uh, the Royals are one of them. Then you have Seattle. They've beaten Seattle all season. Then you have Texas. They've beaten Texas all season. Then you have the Padres. Okay, so that's a team that's in wildcard contention. That's three. Then they have the Angels. They're going to beat the Angels. Then they have Texas. Then they have Arizona, walkover. Then they have the Angels again. Then they have three against Oakland, um, three against Tampa. So you got three against San Diego, and then you got Tampa, who's probably going to have the division locked up or maybe you know have playoff spot locked up. Houston's path the rest of the way is so easy. They don't have – they have six hard games. They have right. three hard games, six potential hard games out of their next 44. Uh, I'd be – if I was an Oakland fan, I'd be looking at this and saying like, oh, man, because the Oakland, they only have six games against the walkover teams, and they have six or seven against Houston. Yeah. So that division, we just got excited about how, oh, actually, Oakland's pretty close to Houston – if you're schedule watching, it's a cakewalk for the Astros. Mm. Yeah, if if you're I, Oakland, what what you're telling yourself is stay alive for those final two out of three series. Um, whatever that means, uh, is that four games? Is that five games back? Because um, yeah, man, I I was kind of on this when we were doing schedule pod the other day. Oakland schedule's tough. And we believed in Houston, and it's like they they build up for the playoffs. Like Bregman hasn't been around. They know what they've been aiming for all year. If you're Oakland, you're just saying survive and believe in those last two out of three series because, you know, baseball, anything can happen. But, like, you're saying Houston has had their number two. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they Oakland has an incredibly tough schedule coming up. They have White Sox, Giants, Mariners, who, you know, they still they can match up pitching-wise with a lot of teams, uh, especially some of those young starters. New York, and then Detroit, who's been playing all right. Toronto, I mean, they have a gauntlet of a schedule coming up. So you're right, Jake. They have to try to somehow stay close and then say – and rally around, like, we can take whatever it is, five or six, if you know, uh, from Houston and close any gap we need to. So – their schedule that we're circling is probably the next two weeks. How are they going to fare in the next two weeks? And look, dude, Oakland wouldn't put it past them to go on a run and just surprise everybody because that's kind of what they do. Yeah, that was the Astros. I was eye opening. Like they got a, they got yeah. the most easy games, and then they got the least tough games. Astros looking sitting pretty. Seattle be a thorn, baby. Make it brutal for both those teams. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe the Astros were like minus one. Oh five to make the playoffs? Easy money. What's going on there? Come on now. To the Central we go. Brought mm. to you by Magic Spoon, our favorite mm. cereal here at Talking Baseball. At John Boy Media, I'd need to get more. I said it on a show recently that I'm out. I ate all of mine. The maple waffle is so good. I mm. crushed a whole box in a sitting. You can too, and you don't have to feel guilty when you do that because it's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories, 
a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Go to magicspoon.com slash baseball and grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code BASEBALL at checkout to save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash baseball and use the code baseball to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon. Nice hat, Jake. Trev, this is a Magic Spoon hat. This is Trevor Plouffe stuff. I'll bring it with me to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I think it's announced by now as the people listen to this. We're doing a little roadie. Um, Milwaukee. uh, Pittsburgh. No, Milwaukee, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Philly. Trevor will be in Milwaukee Sunday the 22nd. We're going to be having a lot of fun there, and we'll then he's got to go back, so we'll, uh, we'll be at the other games. BBD, sign whatever you want. We're going to have a lot of fun, so if you're in those cities, come through. Yeah, and a lot of those cities are in the Central. So let's go to the NL Central and take a look. The Reds. Mm. There will game and a half out as we talk from the wild card um, with the Padres who have a tough schedule. The Reds have 19 games left mm. against these easy teams, man. 19. I like that for them a lot. The Brewers only have six. I'm not worried about that because the Brewers are good. I don't think that matters. Um, I don't think the Reds are chasing the Brewers. But that is a big difference in yeah. these kind of easy wins. Uh, the problem is, like, the Brewers are so much better than probably everyone on their schedule, where the Reds aren't better than everyone they could be playing. So, what do you guys got on this in the NL Central? They're, yeah, their schedule looks nice and fluffy going down to the wire. Baseball Reference right now has them at a 46% chance to make the postseason. <laughs> has the San Diego Padres, 44% chance. So they're banking on the Reds team to surpass. And if you're looking at the schedules, we just went over the Padres and how daunting it can be. Uh, and now here we go. A lot of Since- Miami and Pitt left on the schedule for the Reds. <sighs> yeah. So I wanted to look at how they have fared against those teams. I don't even think they've played Miami yet. They have not. Yeah, if you've got two series left, that's... And then the Reds against Pittsburgh this year, they are 9-1. and one. Mm. So they've mm. already handled business against Pittsburgh. It's not like Pittsburgh has their number. So uh, I don't know. I, I said it last show. Jonathan India, Winker, Barnhart, all John Boy Media guys. They wear our hat. They like us. They're friendly. Uh, I am a, a Reds fan. Go Reds, they- go. I'm a Reds fan as well. Winker and now with the intercostal thing, hopefully that doesn't – Hinder what he's been doing. Votto's got to keep going. Yeah. Um, a lot of things. Their bullpen's not very good. So, uh, you know, they have an easy schedule, but I don't think I'm, I'm putting the Reds, like, I think you just mentioned that, Jim. They're not, like, hands above all of these teams. No, they're not. But the thing is about the Reds and, like, the opposite end of Passant's article that I want to look at is, well, how many games against playoff teams do you have? And the Reds only have six remaining against playoff teams. Three against the Dodgers and three against the Cardinals. So, I mean, they got 40 to 45 games left. 19 of them are against walkovers. Only six are against, you know, playoff teams. So they got a lot like that because you have the Cardinals in there. You have the – there's another team – um, uh, is it just Cardinals? Is it just Detroit? Detroit's winning games. You have De- Cardinals, six against the Cardinals, three against Detroit. Those are toss-ups. If not, Reds are better. So I like the Reds' chances. Uh, go Reds, go. Cardinals feel like the pivot team for me. I told you guys the other day I'm drinking a little Cardinal Kool-Aid. Our guy mm. Jack Flaherty's back. Nolan's starting to get hot, hot, hot. Mm. Um that team has been feeling like it's wanted to go all year. They were the favorites, um, and now they've got a little good juju. Now, schedule-wise, they have their time now to make it a conversation, and they run into some the thick of it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what we're saying about the Reds. Basically, 
you know, five days from now. Two more against Chicago as they're on their death march. And then four at home versus Miami, which one of those is Alcantara, which I, I love him. Um, and now I've confused myself. Is it Alcantara or Alcantara? I you don't said Alcantara. it's Alcantara. Alcantara. Well, that's yeah. right. I've, I've now confused myself. Um, you know, we could be saying that the Reds are, you know, they're playing three at Milwaukee, and that's kind of their final chance to to chase Milwaukee if they wanted to. But, yeah, I I want to drink as much Cardinals Kool-Aid as I can, and I think there is a little bias there, and that's fine. Great baseball town. No bias for me. The I John only like Boy, the Reds because they like us. Yeah, the John Boy Media Reds. It's real, and, like, the analytics, as Trev referenced, are behind it. The numbers. Vegas is behind it. I just, man, that bullpen. I don't, I don't know, man. And then if you're if you're Milwaukee, they they have a series left against the Giants, four games, and three against the Dodgers at the at the very end, like all in October, the last three games against the Dodgers. Um, so if I'm Milwaukee and I see that the Reds have an easy schedule, I'm not that worried. But if I'm the Padres, I'm worried. I mean, there there is a chance that the Reds could easily win like ten of their last twelve games. So they're going to have hope the whole way, and I like hope. That's what I'm about. I like hope, too. You want to go to the AL? The AL Central? Would you like to chat about the AL Central? Um, I think so. I uh, As we're doing this, the Cardinals are playing a, a Brew Crew series with kind of their season on the line. And then they've got, what is it? It's seven against Pittsburgh in their next nine that leads to a Cincy series. So... I'm rooting for my cards to turn it on for another week because that would be very fun. Okay. Um, I mean, in the the White Sox are 11 up in the Central yeah. and that no one's chasing them. They don't have... <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. They have a tough schedule. They have a lot of influence over the wild card a little bit uh, because they do have three more against Oakland uh, coming up right now. They have... Um, you know, it's more gumption check for mm. the White Sox because they've had an easy schedule. They're not great against good teams, and now they play a bunch of good teams in a row. So it's more like White Sox fans, you're going to win the division, but a little gumption check here as you go Oakland for four. They already won the first one. You go Tampa. You go Toronto. Um, and then you're going to have Oakland, Boston again later on. But it, then you get a really easy Last couple series. So, Oakland, you don't got anything to worry about. Uh, is there? I mean, that's the AL Central. Right? Then I wasn't even mad, nothing matters. Well, you know, I was going to add earlier that the Twins might be a team that you can lump into the seven and a half teams that Passon was talking about. Mm. But a closer examination of their last games played, they've done it against some really good teams. Yeah, Same. I don't. I think I don't think they're like late. Buxton on it's the like, way back. It's like three out of four from Houston, took two out of three from Chicago, and then two out of three from Tampa. And they've won the first game now against Cleveland. So I was I was ready to shame my Twinkies. Don't do it. But here I am applauding them because that's the kind of guy I am. I got to give respect when respect is due. Twinkies. Watch out, Yanks. The, the Twins are hot. Said that last step, almost got my wiener bitten off. If I'm the White Sox, I think you treat this next upcoming stretch full tilt. You're like Tampa, Toronto, like Oakland. Let's let it rip, and then you're just in. Cakewalk. <laughs> Rest the bullpen, line up the rotation, and roll it out. Yeah. 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 Well, if you want to roll out money on Pacquiao first, Ugas. Mm. This weekend, you can do that at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has a knockout offer for the fight. DraftKings is offering 100-to-1 odds on a punch being landed at any point. At any point. Mm. Just pick the fighter you think will win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100-to-1 odds on a punch landing during the fight. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on a fighter, on, when you bet on either fighter to win and the punch is landed during the fight. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 in free credits only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers, only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're in Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. The East has a lot of fun here. 
as the NL East in division is crazy and as the AL wildcard will most likely have a member of the AL East in it. So let's start with the AL because I think the NL is the best conversation. Mm. That's how you keep them going. You put the bread and milk at the back yes. of the grocery store. Let's start with the American League East. The Rays mm. have the division lead right now, five and a half games mm. last I checked. And mm. they only have seven games against um, these cakewalk teams. The only real problem is they're the best record in baseball or best record in the AL for a while. So, like, who else is on their schedule besides these teams? They have the White Sox series that we just talked about. So that's a team that's a playoff potential team. They have the Phillies. So that's five against playoff potentials. Then they have four against Boston. So now you're getting into the nine area. Uh, then three more against Boston. That's 12. Three against Toronto. That's 15. Three more against Toronto. That's 18. And then six at the end against Houston and New York. So you're looking at 24 of their remainder, remaining games against teams that are playing for their season. Um, so it's not only that they don't have a lot of easy teams, they only have six of those. They have 24 against good teams. Caveat here being they are the Tampa Bay Rays who have just been finding ways to win. So I don't know, Jake. Does this do anything for you? Do you does, it, does anything matter for the Rays? Any of this? That's a heavy question because a, a lot of rules don't matter for the Rays. Um, for me, it's going to be... You can't let that last week matter if you're Tampa. Um, they've got Houston for three, who should be clear of Oakland, could probably be in playoff, you know, reset mode, and you might not get the full Houston Astros, which that would be huge. But let's say Oakland has them in reach, and they've got those two series, like we talked about. If, you, if those games matter to Houston, you finish at Houston and then against the New York Yankees, who, who knows, our Yankees have hit the on button and they're going. I can't promise you those final three games will matter. And Jimmy and I know, following the Yankees, they often prioritize rest over winning, even if they were in, you know, if, if they need to sweep and Tampa needs to lose two out of three, the Yanks would probably rather line up the rotation, which, you know, that's another discussion for another day. If you're Tampa, you can't make the last week matter. Get fat where you can. Trevor? If you look, if you look at those teams that you were talking about that they're having to face, you know, Boston, New York, and uh, Toronto, got a winning record against all of them. It's not, it's not like a crazy winning record, but against Boston, they're seven and five. Against Toronto, they are eight and five, and against the Yankees, they're nine and seven. So they just beat, they just beat teams. And I think we've talked about, you know, kind of the way they approach the game. They weaken your team. You could have your A team out there, but the way they're going to approach you is they're going to make you a B team because they're going to put their guys. You know, they're going to play the platoons, the matchup. So your A is now not going to be an A. It's going to be, you know, a B plus or, you know, a B. So that's the way they approach things. And that's what I, I just don't think they're scared of anybody. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's going to be September, uh, September 10th. We're doing a recap episode and we're like, you know, the Rays have won like 12 of their last. 12 of their last 18 or whatever, and they're just cruising. Because that's just what they do every year. Every yep. year. Uh, Boston has the most, or Toronto and, and Boston both have 12 games against these um, easy teams. Uh, the Yankees have, uh, which is um, four series, and the Yankees only have three series against these, uh, these the seven uh, cakewalk teams. So... Um, I mean that's it's different, but it's not crazy different. It's not seventeen and three or what like we saw in or nineteen and three like we saw other places, Padres and Cincy. These guys all play each other. That's the biggest thing in the AL yeah. East. It all comes yeah. down to head to head. 
Uh, Smith, they're fighting for that wild card spot. I mean, Yankees and Boston are playing right now. Toronto and Boston are playing a ton. Yankees and Toronto. Yankees and they're all playing each other. So uh, those games matter. They already matter twice as much in the standings. They they matter way more than anything this uh, exercise is going to tell us. Mm. When when did they win ten games against the Yankees? They're ten and three against the Yankees. Yeah, Boston's owned. The when Yankees. the hell did that happen? A lot were early. They had a lot early. Okay, so it was early the and they didn't play each wins. other for. It was a lot early and then a big gap, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a four-game series uh, at some point. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I guess for me, um, you know, well, it, actually, it wasn't early. They didn't play each other till June. Remember that? It was like two months. We haven't even seen each other. Yeah, and then they lost. And then in June they lost. They went 0 and 6. The Yank- the Boston swept the Yankees twice. Mm. Uh and then in July Boston won 2 of 3 and then 3 of 4. So the That's uh, crazy man. Like you're saying the head to head is going to dictate this. Also, you know, I see two two fat streaks. I see Boston after this Yankee series, Texas, Minnesota, Cleveland. Um I think you can get fat there. And the Yankees, they've actually I'm Getting low-key excited here. September 14th through the 22nd, Baltimore at Baltimore and then home versus Cleveland and Texas. So, man, like those are opportunities. If you're a good baseball team playing your best ball, those are eight and ones. If you're survival mode, you're going five and four and, and keep it moving, and that could dictate things. Yeah, it's going it's, it's gonna to become a lot of the head-to-head games yeah. for sure. Uh, all right. The NL East, man. This is crazy. Mm, mm, mm. We've been saying forever. We've been letting you guys know that Baseball Reference has had the Phillies winning the NL East uh, projected the entire time. And want to know why? Yeah. This article lays it out. The Phillies have 24 remaining games against these cakewalk teams. The most out of any team in MLB. 24 games. Man. The Braves have 14. Like, 14 was a good amount for some teams, but right. Phillies have 24. The Mets only have eight. Um, I will I will stop you there, Jim. Right now, baseball reference has the Braves. Oh, they do have the Braves the now? Okay. They had the Phillies forever, I think, for this reason. They did. Um, so I wanted, to look, all- I wanted to look at the Phillies games that aren't against. Same thing I did with the Astros. They have 24 against Cakewalk teams. Uh, about like 40 left, I believe, or 44 left, 162 minus 118, 44 games left for, uh, where am I, for the Phillies. So the, the teams that aren't on the cakewalk, they have the Padres, three against the Padres in San Diego. So that's a playoff bound potential team. Two against the Rays, that's a really good team. And three against Milwaukee. That's at Milwaukee. That's tough. Was Colorado on the cakewalk team? Ha- they're the half. Yeah, they're the half because it is and home games them at for home. Philly. So, so getting... Philly plays them at home. Yeah. So that's not hard. Cubs and then Mets. Uh, so it's just a, uh, the games that aren't there are division games, which count twice as much. So it's Mets, Braves, Miami, um, or Mets and Braves. Then they have the Padres and Milwaukee. I see their schedule, and I just think you can't. There's no reason to have a losing streak. Like even if you go two and three against San Diego and Tampa, that's enough. Because there's so much Arizona, Washington, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Like you just you can't get swept by the Mets. You can't you can't go one and four against San Diego and Tampa. You just whatever it is. Like even if you have to throw in the punt day. To save your good bullpen for the next day, like do it. You got to avoid the losing streak because the wins are there. The wins are there. Are we just disregarding? Are the Mets gone? Are we well, done with the Mets? Well, here's the thing about the Mets, Trev. Everyone keeps saying, and shout out Shea Station. I listened on my way in. Jerry and Jolly doing a great job. They, the Mets, they keep saying survive this road trip against the Giants. Yes, big Tyler Wade base hit, Trev. He weighed. Let's go. Survive the road trips. Boy, it's so slow. Ah, they oh my didn't score. God, <laughs> how do they not score on that? Jesus Christ. That's a good live With reaction. With two outs? 
Yeah, J.D. Martinez <laughs> in right field. That's pretty brutal. That was like a chopper. Anyways, anyways, oh talking baseball, Jim. Talking God. baseball. How do you not score on that? Well, anyway, the Mets, they're cake. They have the Giants and the Dodgers and the Giants, and everyone's talking to survive. And Jake's been saying, go 500 because September's easy. September's not easy for the Mets. They stink against Miami and Washington this year. Miami has beat them six times, and they've only beat Miami three times. Washington has beat them five. They've beat Washington six. Those aren't easy games, and they're you gonna... have to treat Washington as a new team. Different. You have it's to treat team. Washington as a new team. A little Miami bit. It's stands. not like it's not like it was Scherzer and Turner beating them the whole time. Schwarbo. Washington traded a lot. It's a new Washington team. Yeah, I don't. They're completely new Washington team. Okay, well, Miami beats them. My, Miami very much counts. And then Miami's they also the have, players. in September, Boston, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Philly, Cardinals, Yankees. So where is the easy schedule? Just Washington? Washington. Maybe our new Mets pod isn't that good. Shea Station, what's up? You're, are you lying to us well, right Jake's now? Jake's been saying I'm it too. I think, too. I think it's just easier than the West Coast trip, but it's still not an easy schedule for them. The West Coast trip is as bad as it gets. Washington has to be treated as a new Washington team. They are 1-11 in 11, um, since, since the deadline. So uh, it's a new Washington team, and at one point they play them five straight. So that's, that can be like a pivot point if you're around to pivot. And let's be honest, man, it's, I, I mentioned either orange sign, orange light, red flag, whatever it is. I mean, that orange flag's turning red real quick. As we record their 500, they play tonight with Stroman, who's uh, kind of been their best pitcher remaining. Like, if they don't get this one, it's when does the losing streak stop? Which, yeah, this is, oh. I was just going to say, like, this is tonight is a huge game. I know we're, this will come out tomorrow, so you guys will already know the results, but Stroman has to be the stopper. That's what you pay pitchers for. If you're, if you're an ace, like, that's your job. Go deep in games and stop losing streaks. Stroman has to go out and, and deal tonight. They have to win tonight because it will snowball. And then, you know, the rest of this schedule, I mean, they're going to have to go gangbusters against it, and I don't think they have the firepower to do that. Their, their hope, and this is what I've been saying, Jim, after the West Coast trip, which we've talked about a ton, Washington, it's eight games against Washington, and it's three at home against Miami. I think at Miami has been more of the house of horrors for the Mets. So that's, what, 11 games, and the Washington Nationals, again, 1-12 in, in their last 13 or whatever it is. So, like... That's your that's your breath of fresh air to build up because you are right. That second half of September is not a cakewalk. You hope Milwaukee's resetting their rotation, um, but yeah, you you're hoping yeah, they've, on, they've only played Miami on the road. Basically, they played two at home and eight or whatever on the road. Mm. So yeah, I'm. It, it's what I've been saying about the Cardinals. The Mets have a stretch of schedule that's a give yourself a chance. Schedule. That's what the Cardinals are in right now. Get yourself back in the mix, and then you're playing everyone that's good. Mets, they have that after the West Coast trip, but right now they're spiraling. Spiral ham. Look, I, I don't want to be that guy. Okay. I don't want to be that guy. Okay? Be that but guy. we've done it to other teams. First of all, Jimmy, you declared the Yankees dead a long time ago. I don't know if you remember that. No, I didn't. I said, well, because swept of the, by the Tigers. Swept by the Tigers. Yeah. I declared the Twins dead a long time ago. They're still dead. Astros are still dead, too. Swept by the Tigers. I'm very close to actually pronouncing the New York Mets dead on the season. And I don't think it's like hot takey or anything like that. They're a 500 team. The way they've been playing lately and then the schedule upcoming, they're still on the brutal road trip. And, you know, there is a little bit of a soft part in their schedule, but like. They haven't shown dominance once this season. So what are we? Why? Why do we continuously talk about them like they can go dominate a part of their schedule? It's, it hasn't happened at all. Because the Phillies and Braves haven't either. That's the only reason. That's why we're not talking about wild card Mets. Like it's it's the division, and we've seen Philly. Philly hasn't made the playoffs in what a decade? Something like that. Um, the Braves are supposed. <laughs> the Braves are missing they- a whole team that would. 
be winning the NL East if those guys were there. Yeah. So that's that's it. The Phillies at least the Phillies have their people. They're healthy. Like the Mets weren't dominating when they were healthy, and now Lindor's gone. Baez isn't playing right now, is he? Oh, he's on the IL. Degrom, like if like they're the only chance they have that. Adre- What's the shot they give in Pulp Fiction? The adrenaline, adrenaline shot? shot. Yeah, forget. What's That's the Grom. Like if they don't have the Grom, they're not coming back. And yeah. I don't. I mean, come on. You you've been reading up on the stuff. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's going to be back. Okay. Which sucks. I feel I feel for Mets fans. Like they put together a good team this year, and they got everyone's expectations so damn high. And injuries, sub sub uh, par performance by some of the guys they're counting on, and this is where we're at. Freaking five hundred third place in the NLE so, on August eighth. So for, so the Mets are out for you. Phillies have twenty four against yes. these cakewalk teams. Braves have fourteen. Well, I already went over who else the Phillies play. It's three against Milwaukee and was L A in there or San Diego. Uh, as for Atlanta, mm. they have. Two against the Yankees, three against the Giants, three against the Dodgers, four against the Rockies in Colorado, yeah. um, three against the Giants, three against the Padres. So they have a lot. Not only do they have less cakewalk games than the Phillies, they have much more harder series than the Phillies because that's a lot that I just said. Padres playoff contenders, uh, Giants playoff contenders, at Colorado, they're really one of the best teams at home. Dodgers in L.A., Giants, Yankees. So six series against teams that I think are better than them. So the Braves have uh, a, a tougher road than the Phillies, for sure. I think Passon summed it up as saying, like, if the Phillies don't win, that's uh, that's bad, judging by paper. So I still feel that. I feel I agree with Passon. I'm not rooting against the Braves, but Phillies kind of have it laid out the best. Phillies, if they continue just playing regular baseball, you know, they don't have to get hot. They don't have to, and if they don't get cold, yeah, I think they're going to be there. The Braves, on the other end, have to get hot. Yanoa, I think, starts tonight, or he's back today. Um, so we'll see how he does. That's like if he comes back into something, then they got a they got a staff that can get through these series, man. You got you got Freed, you got Morton, who's pitching really well. Then you'll have Yanoa, and there's another guy pitching well for them too. Who am I forgetting? More in Freed, you know, uh, uh, then it's young One guys. One other guy I'm missing. Miller, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Anyways, I think they ha- they it's on the Braves to get hot, whereas the Phillies can just kind of play and just not lose everything completely, avoid a big injury, all that stuff. So in, in that sense, yeah, the Phillies, I believe, probably, even though the numbers don't support it right now, in Vegas and in, on Baseball Reference, I think the Phillies are m- probably more of a shoe-in to win that division than the Braves. What the Braves have right now is they are hot. They're 11-2 and two in their last 13. Yeah. Two more against Miami, and then three at Baltimore. So finish this strong. You know, go 4-1. and one. If you can get five, get fat. And then, like Jimmy, you said they've got that West Coast road trip at L.A., at Colorado, which has to be treated as a different team. But then they come back from that, and it's home versus the Nats, home versus Miami, and home versus Colorado. So you have you finish this hot stretch strong, and then you've got one more fat and happy stretch, and then it's just prove it time. Like if you're the Braves and you are a new, better team, you're going to have to beat some of the good ones along the way. The guy I was talking about with the Braves, Ion Anderson, who was on his rehab. He's he was pitching great. Um, on his rehab starts now. He's gonna do one more uh, today in AAA. Then I think he's gonna be back. Let's go. So, dude, the Braves. Ion. I mean, they kind of like found they got healthy in the pitching staff department. You know, some of the guys they brought over have been doing it. Then they have the the the, the Braves infield. BBD loves the Braves infield, just going off. So I'm rooting for the Braves, but they got to get hot. <laughs> it's going to come down. I guess they already are hot. They got to stay hot is what I meant to come say. Come down to the Phillies infield versus the Braves infield, just like we knew it would all year. Mm. BBD shouldn't have missed that flight. 
Don't miss the flight, dude. They... I like Theron Field too. Who's a better catcher? Yeah. Travis Darno or uh, JT? Come on. You don't even need Just to saying. begin that conversation. And they've I had a lot of been... Kevin Smith. Mm. Mm. Steven Vogt, too. Steven Vogt. Good for the clubhouse. Clubhouse guy. The best. All right. I mean, I think that's it. We did it all. Darno's back. Wow. Braves are a different team, man. You think so? What you get Eddie Rosario up there swinging that? Yeah, he's on the aisle now. The Braves. Hey, we'll see where they land. Um, And, you know, a couple bad weeks, a couple bad series at this point. They can't afford. A mini shout-out to Anthopolis. Um, Put put a little charge into their season, and who knows where it lands. But for a while, the Braves had no juice. No Trevor Plouffe juice. Let's let's end this by let's go into the standings. Mm. And let's each pick a team mm. that's not in the playoffs right now that we believe will be in the playoffs at the end of the season. New York Yankees. Yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> New York Yankees. Who are they going to surpass, Boston or Oakland? Yep. They're going to host the wild card game. Put in those teams in their rear view, Trev. Michigan's in the rear view now. No bias there. No bias at all. But one of the f- I'm going to say I'm going to say Philly. It's Philly. I think that's the betting's betting man's money right now. Yeah. Or the Reds. What well, you can't pick two, bro. I'll take the Reds. Go okay. Reds, go. Go Reds, go. Jonathan India is so hot right John now. Boy Media Reds, baby. Mm. Mm. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back on Friday to recap the series and the games that were played. And I'm excited to do so because I like baseball. For real. Jake sucks. Yeah.